بسم الله الحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته سورة آل إمران The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu described Surah Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran as Az-Zahrawan, the two lights. In an authentic hadith, the Prophet sallallahu said, "Ta'allamu Surah Al-Baqarah wa Ali Imran fa innahuma Zahrawan, yudhillani sahibuhuma yawm al-qiyamati, ka'annahuma ghamamatan aw ghayayatan aw firqan min tayrin sawaf." The rough translation of this is Learn Surah Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran because they are two lights and they shade their people on the day of resurrection, just as two clouds, two spaces of shade or two lines of flying birds. Surah Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran have a lot in common. Al-Baqarah is 286 verses, Ali Imran is 200 verses, and both of them start with the same huruf al-muqatta'a, the same disjointed letters, alif, lam, mim. Now this topic of disjointed letters in and of itself is a very interesting topic and the scholars of Tafsir discuss at great length what is their purpose. Now in and of themselves, when pronounced individually, alif, lam, mim, they don't carry any actual meaning in the Arabic language, but that doesn't mean they don't serve a purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not reveal anything in the Qur'an which doesn't serve a purpose. Shaykh Al-Uthaymeen explained these disjointed letters are bayanu i'ajaz al-Qur'an. They are a declaration of the linguistic miracle of the Qur'an. It is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is challenging those who reject the Qur'an. That the Qur'an is made up of these Arabic letters, the same Arabic letters that you people use for your language. So if this Qur'an is not from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you use those same Arabic letters and produce a Qur'an that can match this Qur'an. This is further supported by the fact that whenever the huruf al-muqatta'a are used, it is always, except for one surah in the Qur'an, followed by a declaration of the greatness of the Qur'an. Such as surah al-Baqarah, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ هُدًا للمتقين. And now in Ali Imran, نَزَّلَ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ بِالْحَقِّ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ وَأَنزَلَ التَّوْرَاتَ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ Right after the opening. Also, very interestingly, the huruf al-muqatta'a are 14 letters exactly. And you'll know that makes exactly half of the Arabic language, which is 28 letters. It is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is used 14 letters for the Qur'an and left the other 14 for people who reject the Qur'an as a challenge to produce something like the Qur'an. So what is the central theme of Ali Imran? The scholars of Tafsir discuss that the central theme is istiqama steadfastness on the religion. You see, Al-Baqarah expounded a lot on the rules of the Sharia, how to organize Muslim society on a macro level and a family level. Once you have these rules, you need istiqama on the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to remain firm and not be swayed and have steadfastness on the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are some very iconic verses towards this effect. Verse 104, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ O you who believe, fear Allah as he should be feared and not and die not except, except in a state of Islam. We also have the final verse of Surah Al-Imran. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اصْبِرُوا وَصَابِرُوا وَرَابِطُوا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ O you who believe, persevere and endure. 
and remain at your stations and fear Allah that you may be successful. The surah deals eloquently with the two main uh, causes for the weakness of Iman. The two main causes that prevent our steadfastness on the religion and they are number one, doubts, shubuhat, and number two, desires, shahawat. The issue of doubts is dealt with through a story which occurred in the seerah of the Prophet when a group of Christians from Najran in Yemen came to debate with the Prophet and the first half of the surah, a lot of it, is a response to the Christians who came to the Prophet to debate. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets forward what interfaith dialogue is really about. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the Prophet to say to the Christians who came in verse 63, verse 64, Say, O people of the scripture, come to a word that is equitable between us and you, that we will not worship except Allah and not associate anything with him and not take one another as lords instead of Allah. But if they turn away, then say, bear witness that we are Muslims. Subhanallah, let's look at the clarity of the message in that in this form of interfaith dialogue, the Prophet is ordered to find common ground with the Christians of Najran, but not common ground based on whatever happens to be in common, but common ground with the essence of the religion and the original message of Jesus Christ, which is Tawheed. Look at the clarity and look at the confidence. Now, the second part of the surah deals with the second main causes of weakness of Iman, which is shahwat desires. And that comes via the story of the Battle of Uhud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, regarding the Battle of Uhud, وَلَقَدْ صَدَقَكُمُ اللَّهُ وَعْدَهُ إِتَّحُسُّونَهُمْ بِإِذْنِهِ حَتَّى إِذَا فَشِلْتُمْ وَتَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ وَعَصَيْتُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا أَرَاكُمْ مَا تُحِبُّونَ مِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرِيدُ الدُّنْيَا وَمِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرِيدُ الْآخِرَةِ ثُمَّ صَرَفَكُمْ عَنْهُمْ لِيَبْتَلِيَكُمْ وَلَقَدْ عَفَا عَنْكُمْ وَاللَّهُ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ وَاللَّهُ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And Allah had certainly fulfilled His promise to you when you were killing the enemy by His permission until the time when you lost courage and fell to disputing about the order given by the Prophet ﷺ and disobeyed after He had shown you that which you love. Among you are some who desire the world, and among you are some who desire the hereafter. Then he turned you back from them, that he might test you, and he has already forgiven you, and Allah is the possessor of bounty for the believers. SubhanAllah. In the battle of Uhud, the companions of the Prophet or specifically the archers who were stationed on top of the hill, they thought the battle was over, and when they saw the war booty being collected by others, they rushed down. And that caused the tide of the battle to turn completely. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pointing us to the second main cause of weakness of Iman, shubuhat, desires. When we fall prey to the attractions of this world and to our own human frailties, that is another major cause of the weakness of Iman. Surah Al-Baqarah doesn't just identify the main causes of weakness of Iman. It also gives us the means of achieving steadfastness and countering this weakness. First of all, 
turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the very beginning of the surah, Allahu la ilaha illahu al-hayyul qayyum, is identical to Ayatul Kursi and emphasizes the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And reflecting on his names and attributes is one of the most important ways of safeguarding your iman. Secondly, attaching yourself to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nazzala alayka al-kitab bil-haqq. Allah has revealed to you the book with truth. And not only that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes for us an important methodology of understanding the Qur'an. He is the one who has revealed the book. In there are crystal clear unequivocal verses. They are the mother of the book. They are the essence of the book. And then there are other verses which are mutashabihat, which are ambiguous or which are equivocal. They can have two meanings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizes to us that the verses in the Qur'an that we may not understand or which are equivocal, they must be understood in light of the verses which are entirely clear and unambiguous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to criticize those who seek to find some kind of corrupted meaning and trying to delve into the ambiguous verses and ignoring the crystal clear verses. Thirdly, dua. Surah Ali Imran has the highest concentration of du'as in the Qur'an. There are numerous du'as in this surah, especially towards the end of the surah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala points to us a methodology for safeguarding our iman, which is to constantly turn back to him. In verse 193, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us to say, رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِيَ يُنَادِي لِلْإِيمَانِ يَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارَ Our Lord indeed, we have heard a caller calling to faith. Believe in your Lord and we have believed our Lord. So forgive us our sins and remove us from our misdeeds and cause us to die with the righteous. There are also the du'as of Zakariya alayhi salam when he sees Maryam in her mihrab provided with fruits of every kind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes him at that moment saying, At that moment, Zakaria invoked his Lord. SubhanAllah, Surah Al-Baqarah focuses more on the early Bani Israel prophets, those more common to Judaism, such as Musa alayhi salam. And Surah Ali Imran focuses more on the latter Bani Israel prophets like Isa alayhi salam and Zakaria, those more well known in Christianity. That is an important connection with the end of Surah Al-Fatiha where we made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be amongst those who are guided and to be protected from the errors of the Yahud and the Nasara. Also, an important means of protecting your Iman, devotion in worship. There are important role models put forward in the beginning of this Surah particular. Maryam alayhi salam in her mihrab. She is described as standing obediently to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making sajda and ruku'. Being devout in worship is one of the ways of protecting your iman. Also enjoining the good and forbidding the evil and being actively involved in da'wah. In verse 104, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this Muslim ummah as the best of nations. Why? Because they enjoin what is good and they forbid what is evil. And perhaps one of the most important ways of protecting your iman is good company. 
and being careful of who you take as close friends and intimate advisors. The importance of good company and good friendship is mentioned towards the end of Surah uh, Ali Imran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizes how he brought the hearts of the companions together and brought unity and friendship between them. هذا وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته